What do we got? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Sayyidi. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If the atom is the entire universe, how are there atoms inside of the universe? If the atom is the entire universe, how are the atoms inside the universe? The universe is as one atom, as one atom. And within the atom contains many different realities, so we don't understand the atom yet. So it's as or the similarity of an atom, Adam and we have Adam and Adam, Adam. So it has to do with the reality of the nuqt, so that everything exists within that nuqt. As soon as you expand the nuqt, all creation is within that because there's humans in there, there's every type of creation and all of those creations have atoms. And when you reduce all of those it's but one dot. So alhamdulillah. That's something you can put your mind onto, you have to approach through your heart inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa Can you please tell us more about the mass? As mass is a dense form of energy, can you please enlighten our hearts on it? The mass is the part of the formula that we're trying to get rid of. So if we study a star formation and go to nurmuhammad.com and type in what is a star? That in the stages of this development some people may actually build their mass. Because as energy has been loaded upon the person, their mass will equal and keep them to be balanced. So their physical mass actually will increase to compensate for the amount of energy that's being put upon them. Later when necessary Allah will reduce their mass. <coughs> as they lose their mass what happens to the equation is that the energy increases. Assalamu <coughs> alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Shaykh Narjan, thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs, please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan. There's many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream. Every bit counts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. <coughs> the great state of energy is death. Why? Because the mass is completely lost. So the relationship of mass and energy then are, have a direct correlation. 
in the beginning stages if they're loading with lots of amal, lots of actions, lots of zikr, lots of energy, the mass of the individual actually may increase just to keep them at an even keel. And when Allah wants them to begin to use the energy, the physical mass can be reduced. And the more and more they reach into these energy states then they learn to lose the mass in which Allah granting then the mawta qabl al-mawt in which the state of death is that their mass is far less than the amount of energy that they're building. And as a result of that excess energy and the loss of mass then their equation basically is energy. That the two lights that Allah opened for them is bringing the E and the equation of energy so that they can be beneficial for humanity. And the two lights that they open is then in the nur and the nar. And that goes back to the reality of the articles on insan that everyone has been given two noons, zunun, and their responsibility to build the internal sun and not only the reflection, most people focus only on the reflective light in which they reflect these realities, but the Muhammadan perfection is the opening of the internal power, the internal sun within their hearts is that open the sun within your heart and that's with the practices and the energy and the love of Sayyidina Muhammad that they don't only reflect lights but their hearts are luminous like the sun and then many different realities of the sun that we have and all of these are on Muhammadan way, these are in the lataif of the qalb where people should study those books if they have these types of interests inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi When I'm contemplating about being off, I have an image of a device that you have to turn off to charge. Is this correct? Sure. If that's your understanding then that's your understanding. But you, you have to unplug, you have to learn to shut the energy down. You have to know that when, when your ego is trying to go and turn itself on to be recognized, to, to reply to people, to be angered by people, all of the characteristics that on represents and we have that in previous talks. So when the, the pharaonic understanding is, look the people of the dunya, they interview them, they are the representatives of pharaon. Oh, you know what I did? I did like this, I did like that, I like this, I like that. And then how much they're into vanity and, and, and themselves and everything about what's happening in dunya, it shows us. So you don't have to really guess, just look at them and say, I shouldn't be like that. Which they want to continuously post on, on things that they don't have and looks that they have, everything is modified and, and uh, fake and everything is, is, is just about pumping their ego and their characteristics. And that's just from images, 
then when you talk to these types of people you can imagine then how much they're into themselves and all their accomplishments and how great they are and the, all the I, 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 I did this, I did this, I did that. And these are the characteristics Allah wants us to stay away from in which I doesn't exist in the vocabulary inshaAllah become we, that we from the kev- from heaven the kingdom are doing, not I, I'm doing nothing. So everybody has an understanding of it in their mind, they either think they're a light switch and they're going to shut off or they're remote control and somebody powered them down and whatever it is doesn't matter, whatever works for you just learn to shut off, inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa rahmatullah So what does it mean to be off but not completely off? I don't know what that means, off but not completely off, what does that mean? If you think you're gonna die when you're meditating don't worry it's okay die. But don't be scared of that, you're not going to die. So I know people that when they want to meditate they say, oh I thought I was going to die, I was going to die and what's wrong with that? You're not going to die so you have to overcome that fear. So there's no way to be completely off, the question doesn't, you know, it's not that simple thinking you can turn yourself off. Just as soon as you acknowledge that this is what you want to do in life to, to learn how to be off then that becomes a great struggle. Don't let yourself be identified, don't talk back, don't have anger, you know, just stay quiet that Allah's going to humble you now that you want to take the path of nothingness and you become like the dog of Ashab al-Kaf in which everyone wants to throw rocks at you and you're good with that. And the people say, oh why are they throwing rocks at you? Say, yeah why not? This is what they do to the, the dog of Ashab al-Kaf, they throw rocks at it. Because Allah wants to give a reward to the dog. So in our lives then be like the dog of a Saab al-Kaf that take the rocks and difficulties of people and the bad character of people and be humble. Don't judge or you should be judged. Many people judge other people, oh I don't like him, he's like this, he's like that, he's like that. Well what do you know about somebody when you're yourself are not good or not pure? So the path was based on don't judge, judge not for you should be judged. The way in which you judge people Allah will judge you. So we took a life in which you say, oh, we don't know what people are doing, they do whatever they want to do. But me myself I'm nothing, I'm nothing and I have to achieve this light and this power, this nearness to Sayyidina Muhammad And that becomes the only importance. Look at the, the YouTubes. All the hipster imams and everybody they got like gold chains and long hair and they look like it's a rock concert. Is that not… that's not being off, that's not the system. If you look at the awliya of the Sham Sharif all, all shaved heads, why? Because the, the animal kingdom has long hair. The animal kingdom make themselves to be beautiful to attract people. So if you want to tame yourself then take more towards the heavenly kingdom. So they grow their beards, they shorten their hair, they discipline into what they're wearing of their sunnah attire. 
So everything that the tariqah comes and everyone has a different time, so some people may keep their hair long, well, no problem. But some people may not have a very long beard but this is all about the system of being on and off. It's not easy to walk through this dunya with a heavenly identity, that's the training of being off. But they want to be on, they want to be hip with people, they want to be into everything and that's very much on. And that type of character then is going to be in difficulty reaching to the Divine, the Presence. So they describe that before when without all of this social media if you came to the tariqah, Mawlana Shaykh described going to see Shaykh Dagestani at the Sallah Siru and they came from very wealthy backgrounds and said, we want to follow tariqah. I said, you can't follow tariqah. I said, no we're coming to follow tariqah. I said, you can't follow tariqah. So no, we want to follow tariqah. I said, okay, Hussain, go see Hussain. And Hussain took them and there was a these uh, looked like potato sack, very, very tough fabric like from wool. Traditional Sufi outfit was wool, it hurt your skin. And he said it was in a box filled with fleas and they're supposed to take off their, their fancy clothes and put this sack with fleas and come back and says, him and his brother, they, they took off their fancy clothes and put this clothes with the fleas, said they had been eaten all over their body by the fleas on their body and they came back to the presence of the shaykh and said, okay now, now I'll, I'll accept you so that you, you, you sort of don't come with your identity to me, be nothing. And uh, alhamdulillah shaved heads and a sack of wool filled with fleas. But that's no longer uh, capable of that. But that's how these awliya entered to tariqahs in which the shaykh's duty was to efface them and bring everything down so that at least they stood a chance to try to accomplish the realities. But now we're dealing with social media and people from all over the world with their identities and you know five minutes of watching your video and 500 minutes of watching every other nasty thing. So it's difficult but this is how they were trained in which to completely efface and, and go through hardship and difficulty. He said just sitting in the shaykh's presence while these things are eating his body and itching like crazy. And this was a continuous form of testing for them. So alhamdulillah this is again in Tazkiyah Awliya, in the lives of Awliyaullah many, many stories like that. Now it's not capable anymore but at least it gave us the direction. So you say, oh the shaykh is just making things up. No it's not making it, look you read their stories, read how difficult it was and say, if I can do at least one-tenth of that and struggle in that way, alhamdulillah it should be successful. <coughs> As salaamu alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum As salaam rahmatullah Can testing become severe for students of the path in the month of Zulqadah or will it help in understanding all the badness that the students have within? Allah only increases the speed. 
So whom Allah wants to increase the testing and increase the speed, then He doesn't test anyone beyond their ability. So everyone has a different ability. What you may think is difficult, maybe a breeze for somebody else because their life faced the no difficulty. What they've been through is probably somebody else's worst nightmare if that was to happen to them. So again everyone's life is uniquely theirs and Allah knows what He wants to test His servant with and how He wants to test His servant and it's a very unique path and individual path. So everyone will be tested individually based on their own circumstances. We are to teach and give you the tools so that you meditate, contemplate, make your connection. Shaykh doesn't make choices for you, doesn't take the path for you, don't send him like, oh should I buy this or should I get that, should I get that, should I do this. She's not here to take your test for you, he's here to teach you, okay did you meditate? Why are you asking me this question if you don't meditate? Why would I tell you which place to get or not to get? Why don't you make the wrong choice, fail at it and then realize you didn't meditate, right? The shaykh doesn't take the test for you. He's otherwise that's… he's not a gypsy where you ask him something and he, he gives you answers. It's not a gypsy, gypsy class, it's the way of tafakkur in which you're supposed to making your connection, make your connection, make your connection. Then ask him about heavenly realities, not dunya, inshaAllah. And then when you made your connection, inshaAllah, I'm about to do this, pray for me, inshaAllah then they pray for you. But these things have to be based on practices otherwise the shaykh then is handicapping people by giving answers to them. And then outside people say, oh look, look this is like a spooky place, he gives answers for everybody, he like takes their path and their life for them. So no we don't take anybody's path and we have not and nobody can ever say that, that oh no he, he gave us answers for everything, no. Go and make a choice and if it's right alhamdulillah, if it was wrong then alhamdulillah because you're going to learn something from it. And whatever choice you make we pray that Allah to save you and to protect you inshaAllah. So then they make a choice and they realize shaykh right at the last minute, oh I realized that was really bad, that was going to go turn out wrong. So alhamdulillah that's the barakah of the du'a that Allah show you what, what's good and what's bad for you. But not that the shaykh took the test for the person, that would be cheating and Allah wouldn't be pleased with that inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Shaykh Walaykum As Salaam Is feeling inferior, having low self-esteem or feeling you aren't good enough the same as being a nuqt and being nothing? No, I think we've had these questions. These are coming from the continent where everybody like is abused and thinking that uh, being abused is the same as talking about humility. No, this is not uh, at all the two are related. Humility and, and oppression are different. Anybody whom is oppressed by being be beaten, ridiculed uh, and you know very bad oppression upon people, their relief Allah gives the oppressed their du'a, their du'as are accepted. The, the du'a of the oppressed person is accepted, that's Allah's relief for them. So the other and the most understanding is your your well-to-do, you strong, you have everything and somebody comes into your face and starts saying something and you 
lower your head and remain quiet, remain silent. Means you have the means and the ability to react but you choose for Allah's sake not to react. So that's where it becomes difficult. Not the person who is, has no ability to do anything and is going to now be whipped by the police, this is not being humble, that's oppressed because if you even raise your hand they're going to shoot you, that's not being humble. So no, that's oppression. Humble is if you have the means to do something serious back but you choose not to for the sake of Allah You're at work. You know you're with co-employees and you can say something and, and really demean somebody and insult them and probably get away with it but you choose to be humble and, and resolve it in a peaceful manner. Those characteristics in which would be pleasing to Allah should be obvious that you know humbleness and oppression are completely two different realities, inshaAllah. <coughs> Assalamu alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum salam Can the nafs force one to do more voluntary prayers to a level that they will not want to pray the next day because of the inner force? I don't know if it's the nafs doing that or whatever reason you pray one day a lot <coughs> and the next day the nafs doesn't want to pray. That becomes the struggle and that's a part of the… the <clears throat> if you think your nafs like a horse or like a donkey that one day it seems to take you where you want to go, the next day your donkey very stubborn, all it makes is noise. And Allah describes the, the, the noise of the donkey is the worst of sounds. And the nafs is like that, like a donkey, eeyaw, eeyaw. Just making ridiculous complaints, ridiculous noises, ridiculous excuses and one day it takes you where you want to go and most of the other days is like it's not going to move, it doesn't want to do anything. And that's when it becomes the one whom can struggle against themselves, okay you're not going to do that, I'm not going to feed you today and I'm not going to give you water today and I'm not going to do this today. And they know how to begin to manipulate the horse or the donkey to begin to do what's necessary and that became a part of their struggles in life until Allah gave them a strength in which to ride their donkey. But at times again at any moment the donkey can become strong and you know put difficulty upon the rider, it's never something accomplished and that's why Prophet described, don't leave me for a blink of an eye to my donkey, to my nafs. Because in a blink all of a sudden he threw you off and you're in trouble now. So Prophet's warning for us is, be vigilant on, on riding. If you give too much rope he's going to go wild and then you cannot slow it down, you cannot control it. If you give it too much it becomes tired, you give it too little it's going to die. So it's balance in life on how to balance yourself through everything. And by following what Prophet brought for us, following the examples of mashaykh and, and their way of living, then we try our best to accomplish what Allah wants us to accomplish inshaAllah.
Assalamu alaikum Sayyidi. Wa alaikum Sayyidi, every day I get messages from many people who are asking for money. They all have the same starting message. So now I start to replay asking them if they would like to donate to Fatima Zara Helping Hand. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, most of those are from Uganda and Nigeria. <clears throat> Yeah, just, yeah, be careful, be careful of, of, of that type of activity. But alhamdulillah Allah gave to us our own means, our own charities, our own projects and we keep busy with ourselves and our community. So <clears throat> these other organizations who they give to, why they give to and what they're trying to accomplish not known to us. But alhamdulillah all our projects are our people. So in Kenya it's Tawfiq's family out there, in India is Nasir, we know these people. In Pakistan is Mahdi and his family and all the other crew out there. So we know these people and that's the only reason we're doing it. If we didn't know them we're not interested in sending money abroad to anyone. It's because that money goes to their hands and they put their faith in action and as a result people are sort of blossoming and benefiting. And so alhamdulillah it's a, it's a great opportunity for those whom support and for the people whom are actually doing the projects and Mispah in, in Chicago, Asim in, in LA, our crew in Vancouver, all of them trying their best and all the other individual pockets now that people went and got milk and bread and gave it out to the streets, people in Australia, people in Singapore, people in Florida. I don't think it's anywhere that they're not trying to do that. We have now I think one student coming out of Nigeria that he's buying his own things and giving it out. Don't, don't send, uh, give, send, you know, do like this, do like that. Uh, Uganda emails are like, send us a bulk of money so that we can put your picture on, on an image that probably already 10 people put their pictures. These are the students actually doing the projects and that's the only interest we have is that when the students are doing it and that their faith is blossoming and as a result other people are benefiting from that reality inshaAllah. We had some in the UK but they kind of withered out, I don't know if UK doesn't have poverty maybe. No hungry people in the UK. As alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum as salaam After reflection on energy, is doing good same as doing bad but just in the opposite direction? Meaning a big sinner can be turned into a great pious person in a second? I don't know what that means but anybody can be turned to anything. So the, the, in the last days that the person wakes up uh, a believer and all their life they were doing bad and that the, a different person can go to sleep uh, a believer and wake up with no belief because of the extent of uh, horrific testing and the, the, the proximity of dajjal and, and the influence that dajjal has upon people's minds and, and confusing them in every aspect. 
That's why the majority of people when you talk to them they say, oh I thought this, this was good, I thought that was good, I thought that was good. And I say, oh, you, you seem to take the world through your physical eyes, do you do any contemplating? Because it doesn't seem like you're, you're correct in your understanding of anything and most likely they're, no, no I don't do any contemplating, I just when I look at something it, it looks like that should be correct. I said, but that's you know the system of dajjah is that he's a deception. We don't have antichrist because this is not about Christ for us, we already have Sayyidina Isa So what Prophet brought for us was a man of deception. So there's a great deceit happening. So in everything in our life we have to look for deception where somebody says it's one thing but it's really not. And that's, that's the thing. So everyone now is, oh this is going to bring you paradise and you say, no that looks like it's going to bring hell. And then they say, well don't do these things, this is like a, going to bring you hell and say, no what are you talking about? Well how could the mawlid bring me hell? How could zikr bring me hell? How could going to zikr bring me hell? How could a tasbih bring me hell? No means that's paradise and that's the system. So they have to have a tafakkur, they have to have a, a relationship with the shaykh so that they can ask and say that this imam or this video just said this. And I said, well you shouldn't be watching that video, there's one imam giving fatwa and everything and then he says he likes to drink beer. So why are they watching that man? Clearly he's not tariqah, clearly he's not even from this path and this understanding. But if you start taking your religion just from any source on YouTube, from anything that you're hearing, you can imagine amount of confusion that people will have. So we said that the bless, blessings from Allah is that when you have a shaykh and you stand firm to the shaykh, follow his guidance, follow the love for Sayyidina Muhammad and the teachings that have to do with the love for Sayyidina Muhammad and that should save us. And you don't have to go left and you don't have to go right. But know that you're going to be tested in your loyalty because that, that path doesn't come easy and that ticket is not something cheap. So we're going to be tested, all our lives tested in loyalty and loyalty and loyalty is steadfast. And it said before it's not something popular, you believe in it and everybody would come against you and say, why are you believing in that? Why are you following? No, no you should follow this, you should do this. And we said, no, no we made for ourselves a door and that was a door for paradise and we entered through it. So that's faith and you know, your faith is in action. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bisiri Surat al-Fatiha. this is Shaykh Narjan, thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs, please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan. There's many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream. Every bit counts. As Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh.